Hey, what's up, everybody? Before I give you the podcast today, I wanted to quickly mention the new book, Unhang Your Harp, coming out this month. And listen, if you haven't gotten a chance to pre-order it yet, I want to encourage you to do that because for every person that does, we're going to be sending you an absolutely free message called 12 Keys to Answered prayer. And we're going to show you from the word of God why some people never see their prayers answered and some of the things that Jesus taught and that Paul taught that you've got to have in place in your life to see your prayers answered on a consistent basis. So listen, if you pre-order that book today, all you have to do is go to shop dot miracle word.com that shop dot miracle word.com and click right there on the book pre-order and we'll get you logged in and send you that message as soon as the book comes out this is the month and i can't wait to see what happens through this book the testimonies that are going to come back i'm excited man so go grab it today and let me be the first to say thank you guys so much i really appreciate it Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast again this week. And I am so excited to give you what is in my spirit for this week. I know it's going to build your faith. And I pray that it opens your eyes to see uh, things you've never seen before about who you are in Jesus Christ. And listen, it is this understanding that I'm going to give you today that helps your faith to function at a high level. I'm recording this podcast from Northeast Pennsylvania. It's freezing cold, but the power of God's been moving every single night in these revival meetings. And I'm so excited to see people being filled with the Holy Spirit, people being healed by the power of God. It's been amazing. And listen, if you have a Bible with you, I want you to turn it to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Uh, If not, I'm going to read you the scripture and just let you hear what the Bible says. But this is such a powerful revelation that I wanted to show you today. This is what the Bible says. Verse 17 of 2 Corinthians 5. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. If you jump down to verse 20, listen to what the Bible says. So we are Christ's ambassadors and God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. That phrase is so powerful to me. We are Christ's ambassadors. And I started to think about that and I was just kind of meditating on it. And I started to look at the word ambassadors. And one of the things that really kind of like went off in my heart is this fact that when you look at what an ambassador is, It really allows you to see what you are now that Jesus Christ has saved you and turned you into a new creation. You understand as well as I do that when an ambassador comes from another nation to our nation or uh, whatever nation they may go to, they are an agent of their government that is traveling to live and stay in a foreign land so that they can push their home nation's agenda in the current foreign land that they're living. And so let's say, for example, that the Chinese ambassador came over to the United States from China and they build, because of our international relations with that nation, we build uh, or allow them to build the Chinese embassy. So you can go to uh, cities like New York City and you can find the Chinese embassy that's right there in the city. The interesting thing about the embassy is this. When you go into the Chinese embassy, 
none of the laws or rules of the United States apply inside the Chinese embassy. In fact, because of the agreement we've made with them, once you step onto that property, essentially you are standing on Chinese soil. And so even our police officers do not have the right to enter into the Chinese embassy and begin to arrest people because they do not have jurisdiction inside that embassy. It's very interesting because once you start to understand how it works, you could be in New York City and the moment you stand and inside the gates of the Chinese embassy, it's like you were transported to China. Their laws now apply. Their rules now apply. And it's a complete shift in the, the culture of what is able to be done legally. And, and that's so important because I want you to see this. The Bible says we are Christ's ambassadors. Even though we are now living in the United States of America or whatever nation you're listening to this in, this is no longer our home because when we become new creatures in Christ Jesus, we gain a new home because we're a new species of being. In fact, heaven is now our home and the Bible declares that we are new creations or new species of being. That's what one translation says. And we are now more like God than we are like humans. And it's so interesting because when you start thinking about this uh, thought process of uh, living or creating an embassy for God on the earth, you start to realize that our goal and our purpose is to push God's heavenly agenda here on the earth. Even though this earth is not our home, we are now strangers living in a foreign land waiting for the return of Jesus Christ to take us back home to heaven. But in the meantime, Jesus said, occupy until I come. Now think about that phrase, occupy until I come. Jesus was not talking about occupying a pew. He was saying in the same way that uh, when a nation defeats another nation in war, that a victorious nation will live, leave soldiers behind to occupy that nation. Think of World War II when there was uh, German-occupied Poland and German-occupied France. That meant that German troops were there stationed in those nations to make sure that their home nation's agenda was being carried out in Poland and in France. And in the same way, Jesus said, occupy until I come. And what he was instructing us to do was to occupy as the army of God here on the earth to make sure that his agenda and the kingdom's agenda is pushed forward here on the earth. And in fact, that's why that when Jesus was teaching his disciples to pray in Matthew chapter six, one of the things that uh, we see in what we call the Lord's prayer, you know, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. See that right there. He's teaching them to pray, God, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And he's teaching them really to pray, making themselves ambassadors of Christ or agents of a heavenly government that are saying, God, use us to carry out your will on this earth as it is already carried out in heaven. Now, what that means is that God empowers us as agents of heaven to carry out a heavenly purpose and a heavenly function in this foreign land that we call the earth. And let me explain to you what that means. 
They are saying, God, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What I mean by that is this. Ask yourself this question. Is there any sickness in heaven? No. Is there any poverty in heaven? No. Is there any depression or anxiety in heaven? No. So, because God's will is no sickness, no disease, no poverty, no lack, no anxiety, no depression, that we as agents of heaven's government are to carry out God's will and and synchronize the earth with heaven's current state. What does that mean? Well, you know, as well as I do, if you have uh, a phone, you maybe have purchased a bunch of apps from your app store. And maybe when you go to get a new phone, you have to then re-download or, or many times, like, for example, if you have an iPhone, you would first back up your phone to the uh, cloud before you go to get a new phone so that when you get your new one, you can literally just sync it back to the cloud and everything that you had before comes right back on your phone the way it was before you got a new one. You synchronized your phone with the cloud. It's the same. Here, we are synchronizing the earth with heaven's current state. And so because there's no sickness in heaven, we have become agents of heaven to bring healing on the earth because we are mirroring the state of heaven. There's no depression. There's no anxiety in heaven. So we are called now to destroy depression and anxiety and to bring peace and joy through the power of the Holy Ghost so that we can mirror heaven's current state. We are literally legal agents that have been brought here by heaven to do a very specific task, and that is to push the kingdom's agenda forward. Not only that, here's a very, very powerful thought that I'm telling you, when you start to think like this, it changes your entire mentality about how you're called to live in this world. Think about once that Chinese embassy that we were speaking about before is built, completed, and the ambassador is now living there, now you have the ability for Chinese citizens to come in and uh, they can take refuge there. So if there's ever an issue, the citizen can come into the embassy and now be treated uh, as a local, not a foreigner, because now you're on home soil. And so it's very interesting that the laws of America or any other nation cannot apply inside the embassy because the embassy represents the laws of your homeland. This is so powerful because once you become an ambassador of Christ, that means that the laws of this world no longer apply to you. I'm not talking about the laws of the land. Obviously, you still are not allowed to steal. You still can't cheat on your taxes. Not That's not what I'm talking about. In fact, the Bible instructs us to obey the laws of the land. I'm talking about the spiritual laws that were in this world before Christ redeemed us, that are still trying to operate throughout the world. That means that when everybody around you is facing sickness and disease, say there's some sort of a disease that's sweeping through your nation and nobody has a cure for it. Here in America, in the United States, we have the Center for Disease Control in Atlanta, Georgia, and they're always seeing, you know, they're releasing or discovering new diseases uh, and releasing the information about what's going on. And we've had things recently like the, the swine flu and the bird flu 
and the Zika virus and all these different things that sweep through the nation. And ordinarily, if you were just a natural citizen of the earth, your body would be susceptible to these diseases and these sicknesses because you would only be a natural or a normal human being. But now you are a new creature in Christ Jesus and an ambassador of Christ, which means you are now standing wherever you are in heaven's embassy, which means that the rules of this spiritual world no longer apply to you. That means when sickness and disease come in your direction, that they do not have any jurisdiction in your body because that they no longer have control of you. You've been transferred from a citizenship of the earth to a citizenship of heaven. You are Christ's ambassador. It doesn't matter if there's a depression that tries to come against your mind or anxiety or a spirit of fear. Those things no longer can control you because you are an ambassador of Christ. That means heaven's laws are now governing your life, not the laws of this earth, the spiritual laws of darkness that are controlling so many others around the world. They have no power over you. They have no control over you because you are inside of Jesus Christ. Think about that for a moment. You are inside Jesus Christ. The Bible says in the book of Galatians chapter three and verse 27, as many as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. I want to say that phrase again. They have put on Christ. One translation uh, seems to uh, say it this way, that you wear him like a new garment. You wear Christ like a new garment. In fact, Paul writing to the Galatians said it this way in Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet not I. He's saying it's not I that lives. It's Christ that lives within me. And the life that I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I was reading that scripture in another translation one time, and I found it rendered this way. Paul said this, although I'm alive, it's no longer me that is living in this new existence. It is merely Jesus using my body. I am inside of Christ. Yet again, Paul was teaching the Colossians and he said in Colossians chapter three and verse three, you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. I am hidden inside Christ. The devil cannot find me to destroy me because I am hidden inside of Christ. You are in Christ today. When he was raised and seated in heavenly places, you were also raised and seated in heavenly places. Every issue, every problem in this world is under your feet today. Because of the position that God has put you in, he has placed you in Christ and then seated Christ in that heavenly place at the right hand. That's a place of authority, a seat that represents authority. Think about this now. You are seated in a place of authority as an ambassador of Christ. 
So there's no attack of the enemy that has any jurisdiction over your life or over your family or over your body because you are now standing in heaven's embassy here on the earth and only heaven's spiritual laws apply to your life, but the earth's demonic or dark spiritual laws no longer can apply to your life. In fact, we see a type and a shadow of this in the Old Testament. And the Bible says when God's people were getting ready to be delivered from Egypt in slavery and in bondage, the Bible says that God gave them one final instruction. He said, take a spotless lamb, sacrifice it, and take the blood of that lamb and place it upon the doorpost of your home. If you've not gotten a chance to read the book I released entitled Blood on the Door, I encourage you to do so because it will let you understand the protective power that comes within your covenant with Christ. Very powerful thought process. But God said, take the blood of that lamb and paint the doorpost of your home because I'm sending the death angel and I'm going to make a distinction in Egypt. People will see who belongs to me and who does not belong to me. And the Bible says when they obeyed, they placed the blood on the doorpost of their home and the death angel walked through Egypt that night. And when he came to a home that had blood on the door, it was a signal this property belongs to heaven. This property belongs to God. You, as the death angel, have no jurisdiction to come inside this house and to touch the people inside this house because this is a house that is an embassy of heaven. And listen to me, that was just the blood of a natural lamb. That wasn't even the blood of Jesus Christ. Now that the blood of Jesus Christ is on the doorpost of your home, how much more does every evil thing have to pass over your house because your home, your body, your family is now a spiritual embassy that represents heaven. And now there's a new jurisdiction that has power over you. And that is the jurisdiction of God, which means angels can now minister to you. Christ is living in you and you have the hope of glory. The Bible says it's so encouraging to know that you are being used by God as an agent of heaven to push the kingdom's agenda forward before Jesus comes back to this earth. See, that's an eye-opening thing that every believer needs to get into their spirit because once you understand this, you can truly take authority. You no longer expect sickness and disease to be your story. You no longer expect anxiety and depression to be your story. You don't expect poverty and lack to be your story. They don't have power or the resources to control your supernatural life because now you belong to God. That's such a powerful thought. Listen, I love you guys. We've launched something new called Worship Wednesdays. Worship Wednesdays. And on Facebook Live, 
every Wednesday. And of course, we announce the times on social media. But every Wednesday, we're going live on Facebook to either teach on praise and worship, to actually praise and worship. We're going to sing, maybe do some songs on the keyboard and different things like that. And we're also going to teach practical things about praise and worship. So we may need, we may teach songwriting. We may teach uh, keyboard tutorials, band uh, practice, things that can enhance your time of practice with your band and your singers. So you're not going to want to miss that. Even if you're just somebody that's not part of any praise and worship team, but you want to go deeper in your understanding of praise and worship, you're not going to want to miss Worship Wednesdays. So check out check us out on Facebook.com. Uh, you can search Miracle Word Ministries and my name, Ted Shuttlesworth Jr., or follow me on Instagram, and that tag is Ted Shuttlesworth, at Ted Shuttlesworth, and you'll see the times as we're putting them up. But I am so excited because I really believe that this is changing a new generation of worshipers that are going to change their generation with the power of God and the power of praise. So I cannot wait to see what comes back from this. Listen, until next week, I love you guys, and don't forget goodness and mercy are following you for the rest of your life. See you next time.